97.9 The Hill, WCHL, and UNC's Hutzman School of Journalism and Media present Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. Sports Focus, dedicated to in-depth examination of issues of overriding importance in the sports world. Each week, we'll discuss problems and look for solutions in professional, collegiate, and amateur sports. From Carroll Hall on the Carolina campus, here's your host, UNC journalism professor, Charlie Tuggle. Welcome to Sports Focus. Our topic today, back-to-back national championships for the UNC field hockey team. Our guest, Karen Shelton, longtime coach of that team, and fifth-year senior Marissa Creator, a product of East Chapel Hill High School. So, Coach, I want to talk about the season in chunks. But first, watching the championship game as a fan in the stands. The early goal gets scored by the team that gave you trouble at the beginning of the season. Uh, they had you down 3-1 to one in the fourth quarter. And it's like, as a fan, it's like, oh, no, not again. But then things changed in a dramatic way. Talk about that match. Well, um, you know, I was nervous about it. Um, we knew that Princeton was a very dangerous team. And, um, and my worst fear was that they would score early and that we would have nerves and jitters and wouldn't handle it well and would run out of time. And so when they scored, I was a bit nervous because of my young backfield, really. I had a, a you know, really brand new backfield and a true freshman, a fresh uh, redshirt freshman and a starter for the first time back there. So they had, none of them had really played in the national championship game. Courtney, I think, got in for a few minutes, but she wasn't a starter. So uh, I was nervous about it, uh, but I also knew there was an awful lot of time left in the game. So uh, I knew, at two that the, it, it, when we got the first goal, and it was Reese's goal right at the end of the quarter, I mean, that was a huge moment. Just a few swing, seconds left. Yeah. A few seconds left, and it was a great play. And, uh, you know, she shot the ball, the goalie saved, and then the follow-up. Uh, I thought it was really important that we had got that goal when we did. And it, it was a turning point, and I, I felt really good from that point on. All right, so Marissa, or Reese, as mm-hmm. your teammates call you. <laughs> uh, so as a fan, I'm kind of nervous, right? They score first, but then we get the equalizer. Carolina gets the equalizer. And then I start to see you and Yentl and others flat out lay out for the ball. <laughs> in, the mi- in midfield, yeah. it's like, man, they are they're hungry. And that's when, as a fan, I started to think, okay, they're going to do okay. And then you did much better than okay. Uh, a a six-to-one win against a quality team. So how, how did that happen? I mean, we never would have expected to score six goals on an incredible Princeton team. But, you know, like you said, once that goal was scored, it was just a momentum shift. And I think everyone on that field just thought to themselves, we're not losing this game. It's a zero-zero game or it was one-to-one at that point. And we just wanted to crack them open and, and scare them a little bit. Um, so when Ava Smolinars shot that sick backhand shot, I think that was kind of the point where we were like, we have this, we just need to defend to win. And, you know, got four more goals after that was just kind of the icing on top, but it was incredible. And we had gone down goals um, a lot of times throughout the season. The final three matches of the season. Right. We went a goal down in almost the first couple of minutes of the game. Um, but I think if anything, that just gave us confidence and helped us to take a deep breath in that moment and just know confidently that we could come back and win. 
So this idea of laying out for the ball, mm -hmm. was that something that you guys came together and said, we're going to put it all out there on the field or did it just happen? No, that was one of those things where you look to the girl next to you, you see her die for a ball and you're just inspired by that energy. And so when you see other seniors doing that, you know, it's your last game. There's so many emotions on the field. And I think we just built off each other's energy. And that's where that really came from. All right, coach, you mentioned uh, your, your young backs. And I mentioned that I wanted to talk about the season in chunks. So let's talk about the first chunk of the season, making adjustments. And that's where I think the biggest adjustment had to come was you had that lockdown stonewall defense and had to replace those three with young players. Absolutely. And, you know, I think one of the things that happened and what made this season so different from last season was last year we were so solid defensively. Um, and so our attack wasn't required to do more. This year, our attack was so threatening, it took the pressure off the defense. So it kind of flip-flopped in, in that way. That's something that I wanted to, to mention, Marissa, was, mm -hmm. uh, again, as a, as a fan, you're starting to say, well, they're not going to be, that, uh, how can you be, really, mm -hmm. that solid on defense? But there might be even a little bit better on offense. And that was that was my observation. And that's something that coach just backed up. Yeah, I mean, we returned all three starting forwards from last year. And I think our chemistry just continued to build throughout the spring and into the fall. Um, and that was just it was Catherine Hayden, Aaron Matson, and I. Um, and I think we really learned from last season how to pass with each other um, and kind of where our strengths and weaknesses lie. And that really showed through in our offensive threats this season. All right, so first chunk of the season, making adjustments on defense especially, and you look to losing not just uh, five seniors, but one of them, player of the year, right. Ashley Hoffman. Yeah, she, you, know, you don't replace players like that. Uh, you really don't. Um, and, and so it was really fun for me to watch those three new players um, grow and mature throughout the course of the season, which they had to do. Courtney was funny because when we had to play Princeton again, she went back to the first time we played Princeton and looked at that game and, and saw like, oh no, I think it was Iowa, was the yes. Iowa game. <laughs> and it was like, so the second game of the season when we, we also had to come from behind. Two years pull, in a row, two Iowa years gave you trouble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we had to pull the keeper in order to win, but she went back and looked at herself in the second game of the season compared to to where we ended up, uh, you know, in the last couple of games of the season. So how far she grew as a player, but but all three of them, Maddie Orbono, she was awesome. And, you know, she was a little bit nervous, uh, I think, in the in the national championship game, but certainly came out of it great and played well down the stretch. Sports Focus, we'll be right back. You're listening to Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Sports Focus. We're talking with head coach Karen Shelton and fifth-year senior Marissa Creator of the back-to-back -back national champion field hockey team. And uh, coach, for you, that was number eight overall. We're talking about the, the seasonal chunks, and, and I labeled the first chunk uh, making adjustments. I would call the second chunk of it finding a rhythm. 
Did you feel like maybe seven, eight games in, that's when this team really started to find a rhythm? I think so. I, I think, you know, we had a, a tough schedule. W- one of the things that we talk about all the time is simply taking it game by game. So, you know, the, the, the chunks don't fall together quite as well because it's just what we're worried about the next one. Uh, but it was a tough schedule, a tough stretch. We began ACC play. You know, I think I think the Duke game was a big game for us. Uh, you know, we only won 2-0, but it was a, you know, a, a spectacular goal that opened them up. And, uh, yeah, I think I think this group did start to find each other. I also think, you know, I'm going to shout out my Dream Team staff because I think it was one of the best coaching jobs, I think, that I've been a part of here and Robert Shank, who is the offensive coordinator, basically, uh, really took the three forwards who had talent and, and developed chemistry and made them even better. We, we, we altered our press a little bit. And then uh, the way we lined up you know, in the offensive end was a little bit different. And so uh, to watch that all come together and, and then, you know, of course, fine tune as the season went on was, was pretty special. All right. So, Marissa, let's, uh, we're going to go to... Ch- Smaller chunks now. Uh, we get to the, we have to win without Matson mm-hmm. part of the season. That was a chunk in itself. Yeah. <laughs> so, so talk about that part of the season. And yeah. and people had to step up. Mm-hmm. Gunther stepped oh, up. Yeah. And, and other players stepped up. But uh, what did that say about the team that you came together with when she, when uh, Matson was, was in India? Yeah. Um, so those three games, we knew our last three games of the season, they were going to be challenging. We played Boston College for the first time. Um, we played St. Joe's incredible team in Old Dominion. Um, and we knew all three of those teams were going to be challenging. We're going to pose some problems for us. And so I think those three games were really a testament to the fact that we are a cohesive team. Everyone on this team brings strengths to our team. And we're not just one good player or two good players. We are cohesively a threat. Um, and I think that instilled in us a confidence in everyone that we do have the ability to step up and anyone can be the star player on any given day. Um, and I think going into postseason, we almost kind of needed that confidence that everyone on the field contributes and is is a big part of our success. All right, Coach, next chunk. Oh, go ahead. If I, you I want to add to that because yeah. during that time, we also had a little bit of rash of injury. Mm-hmm. So we we played that uh, Boston College game without Amanda Hendry. She, mm-hmm. she Your had starting a, goalkeeper. Yes, our starting mm-hmm. goalkeeper. So um, And then Yensel broke her. <laughs> she didn't actually break it, but she really she kind of basically got turf toe. Just a really bad hit and black and blue, and she could barely walk the next day. So we didn't have her uh, for one of those games. So it was like it was, you know, a little bit of uh, okay, well, let's Next go. Next man up. Next man <laughs> up. And uh, and of course the team handled it. And you know we, we we had a lot thrown at us this year. And and every step of the way we we uh, stood to the challenge. Mm-hmm. All right. Next chunk is a small one. Uh, conference tournament. Nice trophy to have. It's not the trophy, but it's a nice trophy to have. Yeah. So talk about those two games. Um, it's actually funny when we won the ACC tournament. It felt like just another game. Like I think. We kind of celebrated for a second and then we were like, all right, next. And so I think, you know, it's an incredible accomplishment and the ACC is an incredible conference to be a part of and obviously so challenging. We played Boston College in the Final Four um, and and Virginia even made it. Um, But I just think that that conference tournament was just kind of a stepping stone for us. 
Is that how you see the conference tournament? Coming? Well, for me, it, it's it's practice for the final four, basically, mm-hmm. and 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 or practice to get to the final four. So those three weekends set up the same. You, well, for us, you play on Friday, you have to earn another game. You, you know, it's not guaranteed, so you have to play well in that first one uh, to get to the next one, and um, and so. It's it's all about preparation, but the ACC is the last time you can afford to lose, you know, mm-hmm. without ending your season. So uh, so again, this group was incredibly focused, um, and I I just think they prepare, prepared exceptionally well for each individual game. And so to have the chance to play Louisville, that could have been a Final Four team, mm-hmm. and then Boston College, who was a Final Four team, back to back, not back to back, but in the same tournament was important for us and Boston College on their home field. So it was a tall test mm-hmm. and and we did great. And so, yes, it's fun. It was fun to prepare like that and to win a conference uh, title for us, our 22nd, which, you know, is phenomenal. The ACC is the best field hockey conference in the country, just like soccer's, the two soccer's, I mean, you know, basketball. And so to win that ACC championship is special. Mm-hmm. It was It was great. Yeah, so last year it was Wake Forest three times. Mm-hmm. This year it's Boston College three times, which, again, I think speaks to the strength yeah. of, of the conference. Definitely. Do you see it that way? Yes, definitely. Um, ACC teams always pose us incredible games. They always, And Iowa. And Iowa. ACC teams and Iowa. <laughs> ACC teams and <laughs> Iowa. Yeah. yeah, some of those Big Ten teams are challenging as well. Um, but I, I think it's a testament to the strength of our conference, definitely. Sports Focus, we'll be right back. You're listening to Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Sports Focus. We're talking with the coach and uh, senior captain uh, of the field hockey team, national champions back-to-back. So final chunk of the season would be the NC2A tournament. You're going against Stanford, probably the best overall athletics program in the country, Stanford. The goalie is, correct me if I'm wrong, the starting goalkeeper of the national team? Correct. All right. So what are you thinking going into that one? Well, obviously very nervous, uh, and, you know, and grateful because when teams, you know, give you a threat, it gives you to something to focus on and prepare for and not take lightly. You know, so their record wasn't as good as ours, um, and we don't play them often. But when they have the best goalkeeper in the country, arguably, uh, and the leading scorer, um, Corinne Zanoli had 33 goals, more than Aaron Matson. So they had the best scorer in the country and the best goalie in the country. So that got our attention, and and so that's important for us. You know, you, we we would have liked to have had an easier opening round game, but. In a way, it, it was almost good to have that kind of serious threat in the first round. Then you go on to the, the game that uh, Coach says is the toughest one of all because that gets you to the Final Four, mm-hmm. game two of the tournament. Yeah, Iowa. So we had played yeah, then Iowa. This Iowa team comes up. This Iowa team. And two to one seems to be the way uh, last year, earlier in the season, mm-hmm. In the tournament, you're right. Two one against Iowa. That's that's kind of like etched in stone almost. Yeah, I mean, we knew that Iowa was going to be a challenging team, extremely hardworking, uh, Big Ten hockey, so extremely physical, aggressive. 
Um, and, and, you know, that's sometimes what we have trouble with. We're very, you know, technically sound team. We like to just play our game and they interrupt that. Um, and so we knew it was going to be challenging. We knew, you know, we might go a goal down. They were going to be aggressive. We were just going to have to deal with those problems and still try to play our game. Um, and so that was probably the hardest game of the tournament. Um, I mean, definitely, actually. They played incredibly, and it was a very close game, but Iowa, tough one. I sent a text to your sports inf- uh, your sports information person right after that match, and I said simply, Phew. Yeah. And yeah. she writes me back and says, "Right, yeah. like yeah. wow, that was a that was a tight one, but that gets you now t- into the semifinal." Let me just shout out Iowa once more because mm-hmm. I do think they were the best team that we played all year, mm-hmm. and I, I think they were strong, fast, physical, um, and they really, really challenged us. So well coached, um, and it was a shame that the Big Ten champion met the ACC champion, two best conferences in the country had to play each other in the quarterfinals. So that was a bit of bad luck for them in the draw because I think they were a Final Four team. Mm -hmm. But they toughened us up and they prepared us well. I mean, it was a hard-fought game and and, uh, we were fortunate to come out of it. But uh, to get to the semifinal and who did we play again? Boston College? Um, (laughs) Just for the third time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, you know, it's, it's a celebration to get to the Final Four. And that's why I think that one to get there is so hard. Once you get there, every... All the four teams can celebrate their season. Um, and, and we had to play Boston College. They played in the, in the ACC final. They played 22 minutes total out of 60, man down, because they were, they were physical. They made some mistakes that they got punished for. So they got cards. So we played man up for 22 minutes. And it was, it was a tide going into the fourth quarter. And they got a 10-minute yellow card. And, uh, and then we scored two goals you know, to run away with it. And so, you know, they learned from that. And, and we knew that they were tough because it was, a, it was a close battle. So they had our full attention. And that's always good. You don't want to think that it's going to be easy because they never are. Yeah. So you don't have an easy road to get to the national championship game. And then it's a, from a fan's point of view, it's like, who would I least like for the, our team to play? It's Princeton. Be- <laughs> because... Because of what happened early in the season. Right. It's like the, Princeton had every possibility to win that early season game. Right. And, and ruin the, the streak and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, crud, it's Princeton. Right. But was it, was it like that? Oh, crud, yeah, it's Princeton? Yeah, I mean, I was nervous coming into it because I knew <laughs> we had given them motivation by beating them that way earlier in the season. Um, and, you know, they came out so strong with that first goal. And so, you know, it almost kind of knocks you on your heels and you're kind of like, they, they have an opportunity to win right now. It's one to zero. They could win right now. Um, but, you know, like I said earlier, full confidence. We had come back from a goal down multiple times this season. And I think we all wanted it so badly and we were ready to earn it. So, Coach, we have just a minute left. What about Karen Shelton made her the choice 38 years ago? I mean, if you look at Karen Shelton now, it's like, well, obviously you're going to choose her to lead this program. But 38 years ago, it's like, who? Well, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, you know, John Swafford texted me before the national championship game and just to wish me good luck. And then he, he congratulated me afterwards. And I, I thanked him for taking a chance, um, you know, back in 1981 on, on me. She took a chance on me. I was 23 years old. 
I was just a good player. I'm yeah, years. yeah, <laughs> and I was the head coach at Carolina. Well, Twenty-three but, is an important number, right? <laughs> right that's us. right. It's a very good number. Uh, so he he took a chance on a young coach, and and I I have gotten better. I'm a much 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 better coach now than I was then. Um, you know, back then I had to change the culture and. Um, I was I was hard because I was on the national team. So I tried to cha- uh, train our team exactly how I was being trained, you know, yet I wasn't quite ready for it. So I was just hard. And uh, so I've just ha- gained experience. And I've also had amazing uh, coaches that I've surrounded myself with. I think that's a big uh, strength of mine is that I surround myself with good people, not only the ones that I recruit that play for us, but the ones that help me coach. And it's turned out pretty OK, don't you think? Just a little. Just a little bit. <laughs> That does it for this edition of Sports Focus. Thanks to our guests, Karen Shelton and Marissa Creator. Thanks also to engineer Gary Kirk. And as always, thanks to you for listening. Cheers. Thanks to Richard Southall, Mark Nagel, and Deborah Southall at the College Sport Research Institute at the University of South Carolina for their research and guidance and for access to CSRI's international network of sources. Sports Focus is the service of UNC's Hussman School of Journalism and Media. 